0: oh my gosh okay here we go hi guys welcome to the very first episode of my podcast a happy ambivert wow that sounds super weird saying it out loud but here it is folks here it is after two failed attempts she's finally here ready to see the light of day It is 11 p.m. right now and I'm currently having two blankets on top of me while recording this just so the sound can't travel that well to the other rooms because I live with my parents and they are fully asleep. This is gonna be my spoken diary, my safe place to vent, to deep dive into anything and everything. We will keep it real and raw in this podcast with no filters and no edits. That way, I can test my ability to talk about things I find interesting for hopefully more than a minute. A little warning beforehand though, because we will dig through some shit in this podcast. If I talk about you or if you feel like I'm talking about you, because trust me, you'll probably know. Just remember that this is my side of the story, how I view the situation, and how I personally feel about it. If it bugs you or if you have a different POV, well, you can make your own podcast and talk about it. In the meanwhile, just sit back and enjoy this one. Okay, let's have a little introduction and see where my brain takes us. My name is Phuong, for some of you, You probably know me by the name Katie, and I'm the host of this podcast. A little fun fact that you may or may not know about me is that I did actually go to school for broadcasting. So technically, I'm somewhat qualified to be hosting one right now, although I did drop out midway through to switch to film school, and you know, now I'm going back to school again to hopefully get a more useful degree this time. Okay, I sound like I'm dying, so I'm gonna drink some water. Give me a second. Okay, I think I'm okay. I'm okay. Um, where were we? So I've lived in Canada for almost five years of my life and just recently moved back, I think, um, February of this year, purely because of peer pressure. And did I mention that I'm an only child of a pretty fucking conservative Viet family? Well, there you fucking go. By the way, some of those were sarcasm. I do make sarcastic jokes, way more than I should have. That sometimes sounds like a coping mechanism for how much I hate my life here and everything is falling apart. But um, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, it just really sounds like I need to practice gratitude more, but I'm going to try to flex how my life is okay so that you guys don't have to worry about me. Um, I have jobs that I could do remotely while traveling around. I make my own money. I have time for my hobbies, like doing this podcast for example. So yes, I am fine. Life is pretty okay. I guess. Mm, what else should you know about me? My big three are Pisces Sun, Libra Moon, and Aquarius Rising. I'm an INFP, an ex Claw turned Slytherin, and based solidly on those, this podcast is gonna be all over the fucking place i saw a really cool post on instagram yesterday it says people who become obsessed with astrology psychology and personality traits are the children who were never understood at home they try to understand you in every aspects and details because it would mean the world to them if someone would have done the same thing for them yeah god damn right i mean yes being an only child has its perks i'm not gonna lie i was spoiled but being an only child in a highly educated family filled with teachers researchers bankers and even engineers and then you turn out to be only good at things on the opposite end of their success scale aka being a writer or doing marketing i never really felt like i was understood at all But at the same time, I don't open myself up to a lot of people in order to be understood either, so... Yeah, um... One of the biggest things that I learned from my years abroad and many, many failed relationships is that I have communication issues. My first white boyfriend was the one to point it out and he made it very clear that it was bothering him. I didn't change, of course, and that's probably why we're not together anymore—not at all because of what he did. Jokes. I'm kidding. It's it's too early for this kind of tea. Let's just focus back on my issues. Um, I don't say how I really feel, Little Miss. I'm fine, but not not really. Um, I can't really confront people without crying, and I tend to shove my shit inside until it explodes. But. I don't know why it came as a surprise when, tracing back, my relationship with my parents seems to be the root of my problems." It's kind of ironic because I've never really spoken about my family to anyone before except maybe Zoe, my one friend in the city, yet I'm now saying this publicly to like seven people listening, and the fact that this is starting to sound like a diss to my whole entire family... it's not. I'm just, you know, trying to unpack my traumas and insecurities. Pretty sure shit started when my mom felt the need to lie to me about what I had picked on my first birthday. Basically in Vietnamese culture, the baby's first birthday is this huge deal. One specific activity that is pretty much equivalent to fortune telling is called the tradition of the dynasties, but like don't quote me on that name, I just googled it. But imagine this. On the first birthday, a set of items are placed before the birthday child so that the child may pick whatever he or she fancies. Whatever the item the child picks may be an indication of the child's future career. Some of the symbolic items are the cethoscope for a medical career, a pen or paper for a career in journalism, money for careers in business, etc. And this bitch picked a fucking mirror. When I asked my mom what I had picked back then, guess what she told me? She told me I picked a book. A book! I just thought that it was so funny. Like, if that's not the big fat sign of disappointment since birth, I don't know what is. You know that Shang-Chi meme? The one that's like, the movie is great and all, but when Shang-Chi's mom said, I'm proud of you, that shit never happens in real life. Well, yes, because I was constantly being compared to my cousins growing up. I can assure you, I'm not stupid. Like, I do make self-deprecation jokes a lot, but I'm not dumb. I'm just not traditionally smart. I remember when it was time to take the national entrance exam to go from middle school to high school it was like this huge deal to get into good school and we needed to do two tests a math test and a literature test and after weeks and weeks of studying i got an 8.5 in literature which was pretty darn good but somehow the grading system fucked up my math test and it gave me a 2.75 which is basically an f and my whole entire family flipped their shit I knew something was wrong because I knew I did well. I've never been so sure of any math test before in my entire life. I even compared my results afterward with my peers. But my mom was so disappointed and basically told me that I couldn't do shit in life. Which okay, she was mad. It was in the heat of the moment. But for a 16 year old to hear those words, that fucked you in the brain. Anyway, apparently a few more students spoke out about the situation afterwards because they were also wrongly graded. They even made us redid the test and it turned out I got a 9.75 which rounded up to a 10. Which is the highest fucking mark you can get. So I got into the dream school but I always hated that story because it didn't make me feel smart, it just made me feel like I got lucky so after that traumatic event one might say my mom never really apologized for how she reacted not that i expected her to or maybe i did like a little bit but it's kind of a normal thing that parents don't do the apologies they either make you food or buy you shit as a peace offer I think most of us Asian kids can relate to the pressure of having so many rules and expectations constantly being put on you because you gotta be the fucking best for your parents' sake of reputation, cause if not, how can they go out and face other people? It's all about reputation. I was 7 when they brought home this gigantic piano. I didn't want to learn how to play the piano when I was 7. I just remember hiding in the bathroom because I was so afraid to play the wrong key in class. I even had a mental breakdown and yelled at one of my tutors because I kept making the same mistake. Also, they can tell people that their one and only daughter can play the fucking piano. Remember when everyone was obsessed with Grey's Anatomy and that Korean drama, Doctors? I remember watching them when I was younger and telling my mom I wanted to become a surgeon. I know, right? She was stoked, to say the least. There are only a handful of careers that are Asian parents approved, and becoming a screenwriter is not one of them. Pursuing a career in arts is like committing a crime in this household, like I'm not even exaggerating, yet not only did I do film school, I also have tattoos all 16 of them bro my dad's side of the family already thinks i'm a shithead that went off the rails from these rebellious acts so i have been trying to avoid social events that might have include my dad's side of the family lately because it's the summertime the heat in hanoi it's insane and tank tops can't really cover any of my tattoos i'd much rather stay at home with peace of mind than go and get lectured afterwards you know what i mean Honestly, I don't know why I put the word happy in the name of this podcast because I think you can tell by now that I'm not that happy about anything so far that we've talked about. Which does sound deeply concerning and depressing, but I'm fine, you know? I'm glad that I have the privilege to experience things that I've experienced, good and bad. It made me stronger, it made me who I am today and i wouldn't have it any other way not gonna lie a little tweak would be nice but we can't change the past and can only now focus on the future there are a lot more to come but i think this has been a good glimpse a good toe dip into the sea of unspoken traumas which We're gonna try to unpack here because I can't both be a writer and someone who has to seek therapy in this family. I would be buried before moving to London and I can't risk that. Therapy will have to wait. Okay, on that depressing note, I think that's it for today. If you're my friends, I hope that you learned a thing or two about me that you might not know before. And if you're new, I am so sorry. This this has been a lot to take in. Either way, thank you so much for listening. Do let me know what you want me to talk about next because I would love to hear some suggestions. And I'll see you next Thursday? I'm saying this out loud so you guys can hold me accountable. Okay, cool. I will see you next Thursday. Bye! I love all seven of you.